coming up on today's episode of the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. Because you do this every day almost. Yep. Beginning at uh, 4.30 in the morning, we start prepping for the show. Oh, wow. That morning. Wow. And, but, you, and you go on at 6. So you're, you're 6 to 9. Six, yeah, so six, regular. To 6 to 9 a.m. Then we do some prep after and podcast after the show. Mm-hmm. Right. Which we're going to have you guys on and try and get a restaurant to participate. That's going to be fun. I'm pretty sure it was 2014 when we originally met you, Ronnie, right. at a Rays game right. at the stadium. Mm-hmm. And I have to admit, I had no idea who you were. Right. One of our friends that was with us did. And yeah. he was starstruck. He was like, oh my God, it's, 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 it's Ronnie, Ronnie Lane. My best tie-in with food and sports is to ask you, which local sports franchise has the best stadium food? Coming to you from St. Petersburg, Florida, you're listening to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast, the show that's the authority on where to eat in St. Pete. Here are your hosts, Kevin Godby and Lori Brown. Hi, I'm Kevin Godby. And I'm Lori Brown. Thank you for tuning in today. Welcome to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast, the podcast that's it when it comes to restaurants and food information in St. Pete. And be sure to check out our website, stpetersburgfoodies.com. There you'll find great information, including restaurant reviews, the largest St. Pete happy hour list ever created and kept updated, and information on the newest restaurants in town. We are locals that live in downtown St. Pete, and we've been eating our way through this town for years, so you don't have to, but you should. We have a new episode every Tuesday. Just hit the subscribe button and new episodes will automatically download, and then you can listen to them anytime you want, like on your morning jog or commute to work. On today's show, our featured interview is with Ronnie Night Train Lane, the co-host of the Ronnie and T. Kraz show on Tampa Bay Sports Radio 620. We talked to Ronnie about his lifelong career in radio. Before being in sports radio, he was a nighttime music disc jockey, a program director, and did morning and afternoon drive times. We have a great show, so stick around. So we all know that Anada, restaurant and wine bar that is, has fantastic food, specials, cheese and charcuterie, and we've talked about that and could go on all day long. But did you know that they have a fantastic happy hour every single day, not just Monday through Friday, but every day that they're open from 4 to 6 p.m., they have $3 beer, $3 select white and red wines. And then they also run other specials um, on Tuesday all day. It's half off of salads, half off of pastas, and half off of flatbreads. And on Sunday Funday, from open till closed, it's half off wine bottles under $100. They have music nights on Monday and Wednesday from 6 to 9 p.m. And they have fantastic wine, so you, and they're at, almost always at great price points. But they do have, if you'd like to bring your own bottle, you can, for a corkage fee of $25 per bottle as long as they do not sell that same vintage. So if you have a particular special wine that you have been saving for a special occasion, probably at a higher price point because it would be silly to pay $25, this would be a good time to use that. Another restaurant and wine bar is open at 4 p.m. every day. They are located at 300 Beach Drive in beautiful downtown St. Petersburg. You really must go to Anada. <laughs> Thank you.
You are listening to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. I am Kevin Godby. My co-host is Lori Brown. Our guest today is co-host of the Ronnie and T-Crash show on Tampa Bay Sports Radio 620, WDAE, and 95.3 FM, Buccaneers Radio Network. Please welcome on-air sports personality, Ronnie Night Train Lane. Well, Kevin, Lori, it's an honor to be on the St. Pete Foodies podcast. Thank you. you. Know, we Thank all you love food. Me. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so are, are you nervous? Have you done this before? <laughs> I'm just yeah. a, a tad nervous. The <laughs> view from your penthouse is freaking me out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. Yeah, Where's so, Lola? Where is she? She's running around here. She's over there looking out the window. Yep, yeah. I don't blame her. <laughs> <laughs> her name was Lola. She was a showgirl. Lola is our uh, long-haired chihuahua mascot. Yes. She's adorable. Obviously, I was joking when I said, are you nervous? Because you do this every day almost. Yep. Beginning at uh, 4.30 in the morning, we start prepping for the show. Oh, wow. That Jeez. morning. Wow. And, but, you, and you go on at 6. So you're, you're 6 to 9. Six, yeah. So six, regular. To 6 to 9 a.m. Then we do some prep after and podcast after the show. Mm-hmm. Right. Which we're going to have you guys on and try and get a restaurant to participate. That's going to be fun. That will be awesome. That It'll was a nice, really nice surprise you hit us with yeah. when we got here this morning. Yes. So before we get into all the stuff that about this, what you do and food, we should do a quick backgrounder. You Absolutely. are originally from Tennessee. Yep, born and raised in a little town called Paris, Tennessee. It's mm-hmm. in northwest Tennessee in the land between the lakes area. It's about 115 miles north of Memphis, about a little over 100 miles west of Nashville. So and it's nestled in there, and it's just south of my school, my alma mater, Murray State, 23 miles to the north. So the Kentucky line is like 15 miles away or something like that. And Fam- your family's still there? Uh, some family, yes, mm-hmm. indeed. My mother's sister is there, whom I'm very close to. I lost my mom when I was like two, so she helped raise me. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of like my mother. Right. And uh, she is still there and uh, doing well at 80, I don't know, 84 or whatever. Mm-hmm. She just had uh, That's great. some heart surgery, and she survived that, and she's doing well. Nice. So when did you leave Tennessee, and was Florida your, was it a direct line to Florida? Not exactly. I left Tennessee uh, while being enrolled at Murray State University. So once enrolled at Murray State, never went back to live in Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Left Murray State and went to Evansville, Indiana to work in radio. That was my first gig. First gig, yeah. And and you've done... uh, Yeah, the old phone's ringing. I thought I'd silence that. There we go. It's okay. (laughs) And you've done almost everything. You've you've, uh, been a... uh, uh, You've played music. You were a program director. You've done the morning drive time, afternoon drive time. Oh, that's right. I wasn't always in sports broadcasting because I started my career doing music radio. A buddy of mine, whom I I don't know if you guys know or not, but he lived in downtown St. Pete for a while, Gabe Hobbs, um, was a program director in Evansville, Indiana. And Mm -hmm. upon graduation from Murray State, I could not decide. I had a double major criminal justice, law enforcement, and broadcasting. Could not decide whether I was, I was headed to the Kentucky State uh, Police Academy. Mm-hmm. And he called and said, how would you like to make more money and not get shot at? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I'm listening. So, so uh, he, were you in law enforcement for some time? No, I never. I just majored in it at, at school mm-hmm. and was thinking about contemplate, seriously contemplating a career in law enforcement. That's and, interesting. I was reading, uh, I forget which forums. I think it went back to 2011 or 2012 when... You had left one of your jobs, might have been ESPN, 
so they were talking about you and, and I was reading about you and one, and one guy said, yeah, I think he was a cop too. And I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's oh, you were almost. Oh, really? Was, they, was that something online that was printed? Yeah, or? yeah, it was in an online forum. It was just like a discussion forum of like sports wow. talk radio. Yeah. I could probably find no, it. No, never became a police officer, but uh, you know, police law enforcement's close and near and dear to my heart. So my son's in the military actually just now transitioning out of the United States Air Force and uh, right. we have quite quite a few family members who are involved with the military. Mm-hmm. And what's your background in sports? You played, correct? I played baseball, but not at a high enough level to, right. to say that I played baseball you know, mm-hmm. in high school and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, Wanted to play in college, was not quite good enough mm-hmm. uh, at Murray State. They had a good little baseball program there. Right. And so I became a radio broadcaster mm-hmm. and covering sports. So I actually did the broadcast for the football team at Murray State. Oh, cool. So that's how you got, got really yes. into it. Mm-hmm. And, but I was still, music was near and dear to me. I was a choir director at, at church, and that continued in Evansville, Indiana. had a, like a 40-piece church choir that uh, my wife at the time and I directed. And wow, that's she, great. She was a, a keyboardist, so we composed our own arrangements of hymns and so forth and so on. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, music's always been there for me, mm-hmm. yeah. but transitioning from music radio to sports radio, that transition occurred here in the Tampa Bay area Okay, when CBS bought what was then the Clear Channel station mm-hmm. Q105, which was country at the time that I was programming. Right. Mm-hmm. So they asked me if I wanted to stay on with CBS or stay with Clear Channel, and I said, no, I want to go to CBS because they did have the Buccaneers broadcast and so forth and so on. So eventually I just transferred from music to covering the Bucks and working on Sports Talk Radio, and the rest is history. Went to Washington, D.C. to work for the Major League Baseball Network on radio, mm-hmm. and uh, then back here. And you got your nickname, Night Train, when you were doing the night shift playing music. Playing music at Q105. Mason Dixon came up with that name. Oddly enough, he's still in this market. Yeah. That's awesome. And then <laughs> when they, Q105. And when right. they changed the country, I forget who it was, but one of the guys said that, to tease you, they said, now you're Ronnie uh, Wagon Train. Oh, you know who that was? You know, you guys know Bob Passwater, the marketing director for Hooters. Well, yeah, that's wow. who really? was. That's funny. You know how they give out those orange Hooters VIP cards to athletes and yeah. personalities that mine had Wagon Train on it. <laughs> that's funny. That's Passwaters for you. Right. And was it around that time when you came to CBS that you met Dave McKay? It is, Yeah. And that's, uh, it's a little because he was with us and then we were both with CBS. So it, it all kinds of run, runs together for me as, as far as the years. But yeah, that's when I met, um, Steve is his real name, but yes. Dave McKay. Hey, this is Dave McKay from 99.5 WQIK Tampa Bay's country station. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he actually was on the same station that I was with and I was his immediate supervisor as a program director. So we had some uh, interesting conversations from time to time. But, you know, <laughs> he was... I loved him because of his passion for the job and how he connected. He had a special connection with the listeners, as I'm sure you guys know. Mm-hmm. And he carried that over with him when he became an even bigger star here with WQIK. I think he was on, he was on Q105. He wasn't quite the star that he became on QIK, mm-hmm. but he just he worked so hard at his craft. I mean, that right. eight slept drunk radio. I mean, that this yeah. was it. And know? just you know, for our listeners who might not know, uh, Dave was the morning drive time personality on uh, Tampa Bay Q, Q, 
Help me out. WQYK. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. 99.5. 99.5, yeah. Until uh, August 2016 when he uh, passed, an un- untimely passing. May he rest in peace. Yes. He was my neighbor here at McNulty Lofts. Yes. And one, the reason I brought bring him up is because there's another tie-in there. Okay. Yes. So I'm pretty sure it was 2014 when we originally met you, Ronnie, right. at a Rays game right. at the stadium. Mm-hmm. And I have to admit... I had no idea who you were, but one of our friends that was with us did, and yeah. he was starstruck. He was like, oh my God, it's, 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 it's Ronnie, Ronnie Lane. Right. And we met you, and we, of course, then found you on Facebook and friended you. You mm-hmm. graciously accepted our friend request. This is back in 2014. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, didn't really see you for a while. I don't remember how much time went by, but then I remember some time going by, and, and this is still many years ago, you posted on Facebook something, like, something to the effect of, if you don't interact with me, you're not really my friend, I'm going to delete you. And I'm like, oh man, there I go. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> but some, somehow you missed me. So yeah. I'm still there. <laughs> so now, yeah, and you know what? That, that was somebody spammed my post. I don't post much yeah, on Facebook, right, but right. that was something that was going around and it got on there. But uh, I must have clicked on it somehow. And yeah, right. right. I'm not you know, verse on all of this social media like I should be. You right. Know, and you're not, and you're not a producer that does that. Yeah. Right, you're not, you're right. not dramatic either. That, that can no. sound right. if you yeah. sound it overly dramatic. But yeah. It was I don't not. like that sort of thing. But, I see that. I go, but I just, oh. Yeah, we don't either. I just yeah. thought it was funny that I'm like, ah, oh, crap, I'm getting deleted. <laughs> and then I didn't. So fast forward now to, uh, closer to the present. Yes. We reconnected with you and yeah, you should tell that one. Lord. Yeah. So I get a, a text message from one of my really good friends, Bobby, who had just moved here and it was a, Saturday, Friday or Saturday night, and she's like, guess where I am? And she was over at the estate, and it's just a picture of her, and she's at the estate, and I'm like, what's Bobby doing at the estate? That's not really a place that she'd normally hang out, especially by <laughs> herself. So I'm like, who are you with? And she goes, I'm with Ronnie, Ronnie Payne. I'm going to go, Ronnie Lane Payne? She goes, yeah. And I, I screen captured his Facebook, and I said, look, I'm friends with him on Facebook. <laughs> and she's like, wow. So you now he, he is back in our life because he is in Bobby's life. And that ties back to Dave McKay because Absolutely. we know Bobby because she was friends with Dave. And when he passed, she came down, you know, for the so service. So went to the same high school together. Right. In uh-huh. Western New York. Right. Okay. Yeah. So they know each other for a long time. Mm-hmm. And we met Bobby because of Dave when he passed and she came down. Mm-hmm. And then that's when Bobby's, I met her. Mm-hmm. That's when you met her. That's when you so met her. Yeah. So we all I met her at the same time. At a little memorial get together at, at um, what's the place? Del Mar down here on Central. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Where a lot of oh, yeah. his buddies hung out. Right. right. And uh, we just, she was like sitting cat a corner at a, a long table across from me. And I noticed, I go, well, who's that nice looking lady? Mm-hmm. Never seen her before around these parts. <laughs> and so I just struck up with a conversation with her. And, you know, uh, a few drinks later, I think we exchanged numbers, although we didn't remember. Right. That night. <laughs> and that was before she moved here. That was before she mm-hmm. moved here. Yeah. Right. She did not move here for you, No, but she moved here and found you. As a matter of fact, I I never reached out to her because once she told me she lived in Buffalo, I was like, oh, forget it. what's the point? Long distance relationship. Yeah. So that that certainly evolved New Year's Eve of this this year. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You surprised. Everybody was surprised. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's like you said, two years ago, she she moved. Well, she moved two years from the... Uh, memorial service for Dave McKay. Mm-hmm. She moved down here, and I'm again at Del Mar, and I see her, you know, at Del Mar, and I go, "Hey, you remember me?" And you know, she's like, "Oh yeah," and I'm like, "She doesn't remember me." 
<laughs> so we would kind of hit it off, and then we go to exchange numbers, and we found out we had each other's numbers <laughs> in our phones. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Great. So I asked her out, and she said no. And I said, okay, I'll yeah, <laughs> I'll talk to her in a week or so. I'll I'll text her, and sure enough, I texted her again, and uh, we've been together ever since. That's awesome. Right. You never left each other's side after that first date, Pretty if I much. recall. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so we have a, a here's a clip from, from, the, uh, from your show, Ronnie and T. Crass, on uh, 620 and 95.5.3. 0.3, yep. Here we go. After you pulled a stunt last week, unlike <laughs> anybody I've ever heard of in my entire life. Folks, wow. Ronnie Lane, and you may think that Ronnie Lane is conservative, close to the man, best. Yeah. You don't know this man at all sitting to my right. Because <laughs> wow. last week he took the plunge out of nowhere. And we are very happy for him because you decided to marry the love of your life just like that. Absolutely, man. When you know you got the right woman, you got to go ahead and close the deal. So th- there it is. What are you doing in there, Z-Man? Zach Blobner, by Here comes a bride. Dun, dun, dun. So tell everybody out there what you and the lovely Bobby did last week. Well, here's the deal. Uh, we eloped. And the reason we eloped is we couldn't figure out how to get all of our friends from all over the country, all of our family from all over the country together in one place. Economically. Yeah. <laughs> Do you hear what I say? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, listen, weddings cost a, a bundle now. You yeah, know? Yeah. And despite what some of you may think out there, this is such a glamorous job. Yeah, we don't get paid the way you think we get paid around exactly. here. So, so we uh, you know, just told folks who were going to, you know, she's, it's the truth. She's never been to Vegas for New Year's Eve. Yeah, so you guys eloped on New Year's. We did. We didn't tell anyone uh, what our plans were. Uh, we were keeping it a big secret. And, of course, as luck would have it, at the Golden Diamond Source, where we purchased our rings. <laughs> Get that plug in. People came in knew me, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, oh, no uh, way. like, what are you guys doing? And we're in the bridal show. Well, what do you think we're doing? We're in the bridal salon. Right. <laughs> so a couple of people knew, but we swore them to secrecy until we were married cool. because we, hadn't even told, we had not, not even told informed our families yet that that yeah. was going to happen. I just started getting random text message pictures from Bobby. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, like what? what's going on? Yeah, and at first I didn't believe it. I, th- I, th- I thought you were joking. But no, right, but right. congratulations. Yes. For, well, thank you. Thank you for, yeah. for that. And they, did the, whole, they, they did yeah. the whole thing, Elvis and everything. We actually yeah, saw was, the video. That, that was all Bobby and a young lady that I work with in national sales. Uh, she gave that idea to Bobby at our holiday party uh-huh and uh bobby goes i think we'll do that because we we're trying to figure out how we we're going to get all of our family and friends from all over the country together economically mm-hmm. right it just wasn't possible and we've both been married before so we don't need the big wedding anyway. right yeah mm-hmm. so we well, said so we'll just elope and then we'll just have you know we'll just go visit people yeah yeah you know as mr and mrs and then a month later we had you guys over for a dinner party which, Which was awesome, by yes. the way. Yes. Well, thank Incredible. you. Incredible. You thank guys you. went you through way too much trouble for that. Oh, it, it was nothing. With you guys <laughs> and, and the other friends we had there, it, it was m- more fun than trouble. Yes. And, and you gave us a little shout out on that. And a shout out to one of our uh, P1 listeners, Jason, and his wife, Jennifer, met them uh, Friday night at a dinner party in mine and Bobby's honor. Also, Mike and Abby and Kevin and Lori with St. Pete Foodies. Great job with that Wagyu prime rib that they cooked up, man. That was unbelievable, boys. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I found out Jason was a big listener. And right, mm-hmm. right. He was on his best behavior. <laughs> it was, he was great, though. Yeah. yeah. He was awesome. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back, and we're going to talk a little bit more about 
food, and maybe even a little bit about sports too. We'll be right back. Have you checked out the new seafood place on Beach Drive yet? You know, Altomari Fish Bar? It's not the standard type of seafood place around here. They fly in fresh stuff from all over the world, and it's not a Florida-themed joint. It's an elegant, European-inspired menu, but it's not pretentious or overpriced. Here's what some Yelpers had to say. The food was outstanding. The service was excellent. We went the small plates route, sharing four. Light, fresh, sweet, sour, and savory touches balancing nicely on each plate. Every dish was splendid. We'll go back for sure. My group especially liked the crab arancini and scallops with corn salsa. However, I do not eat seafood. There were plenty of options for me. The lemon chicken was very good, and the cheese filo underneath was to die for. Salt and vinegar french fries are my new favorite fry. They come with the lobster roll, which my friend really enjoyed as there was light mayo and big lobster chunks. Another one says, We opted to share several small plates rather than getting full entrees. A dozen raw West Coast, great. Marrow topped with tuna tartare, great. Cobia collar, great. Beef carpaccio, great. And octopus, great. I guess everything was great. The recommended wine was good and paired well with seafood. The flavors were delicious and the service was prompt. Check out Altomari Fish Bar at 300 Beach Drive in downtown St. Petersburg. They are open every day at 4 p.m. I must admit, when Booyah Ramen opened nearly two and a half years ago, I wasn't really all that excited. I really couldn't understand how a restaurant could survive serving just ramen. Boy, was I ever wrong. Of course, all I really knew about ramen was the packaged grocery store noodles that I ate on for really cheap in college. I did not understand that ramen is really a thing, a big thing. Kevin is the lover of all things soup in our household, and he was determined to introduce me. I'm so thankful he did. The broth has a complexity that you can't understand until you try it. It has to cook for hours and hours and for some nearly 24 hours to obtain all of the complex layers. But Booyah isn't just about ramen. It is a hip, upbeat environment meant for unwinding and socializing with housecrafted cocktails, a large selection of Japanese whiskey, and izakaya too. Booyah is located at 911 Central Avenue in downtown St. Pete and is open seven days a week at 11 a.m. Do ya, Booyah? We are back with our guest, Ronnie Night Train Lane, on the St. Petersburg Foodies podcast. Ronnie, I apologize that I am not a big sports guy, but I. No worries. But with. <laughs> With Lori by my side, I have been watching uh, more football. Okay. Uh, and, and, and we have some sports things we can bring up. But my best tie-in with food and sports is to ask you, which local sports franchise has the best stadium food? The best stadium food. <laughs> I am going to go with the Tampa Bay Lightning. I normally don't do buffets, but this was incredible. Nice. Yeah, they had everything from prime rib to lobster to it was just it was phenomenal. Wow. It really was. Now the Rays so, have some good fare too because they have a lot of local restaurants right. inside there, which is awesome. That's great that they decided to do that. Right. We we recently had uh, Stephen Shrutt, who's the owner of Hunger Thirst mm-hmm. Group, which owns the Avenue and Park and Rec. Park and Rec, no vacancy, and uh, the Avenue food has been in there last season. 
and this season they added no vacancy as well. Well, right. I believe he's, good food. he's from the Buffalo area, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure. He he's he was very good friends with with Dave McKay slash Steve. Yeah, so I think he's yes. from the Buffalo area because my wife is from the Buffalo area, and she mentioned him. Actually, we had dinner last night at the Avenue. How ironic is that? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> my son and his girlfriend in town from Tokyo, and. They wanted. She wanted a real American burger. I said, well, how about the Avenue? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where we went. They are right. excellent. So, yeah, shout out to those guys. Find yes. their food at, at uh, the Tropicana. So, and also the new sports park and rec, remember? Or the... Yes. Yes. Park and rec as well. What are some of you have one or two or three favorite Favorites places? Favorites down here? Oh, yeah, absolutely. The Avenue, we've already talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also like Engine 9 when we're talking mm-hmm. about burgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love the meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did wow, you hear, there's so many I restaurants. You, we love Grazzi. I don't know if you love fried chicken or not, but I love fried chicken, and the mill has a Sunday night fried chicken dinner now. Did not know that, so mm-hmm. we will be going there Sunday <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah, we've hung out with you at, with you and Bobby at Grazzi before. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hung out at Dr. Barbecue. That's another one of our favorites. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a Dr. Barbecue review from several months ago, mm-hmm. and you guys were inadvertently secretly part of that review. it's all good <laughs> when i right. when i was trying your food you didn't know i'd be writing about it yeah have you had uh what's the the proprietor of dr barbecue you've had him on the podcast yeah, ray, ray lampy ray, yeah. ray yeah great guy huh he yeah. is he's such a good guy it's yeah he's he's yeah we had two episodes back to back with him because he's done so many he had so, so many, many stories yeah. i'll bet yeah. yeah yeah so those are some of our favorites what are some of your favorites oh well it's no secret that Il Ritorno is probably my favorite restaurant in town. Your favorite of all yes. of them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. L- Lori has an e- easy job answering that question. <laughs> Funny thing is, I, I, I have asked that question so many times on the show to guests. Ironically, I don't want to be asked that question. Yeah. Because oh, I'm like, okay. to, to me, it's like saying, you know, uh, which kid is your favorite? Yeah. Almost. I really have, I could give you a top five. That all would right. be Il Ritorno, um, Anata, uh, Rococo. Brick and mortar, and uh, now the new Altamari fish bar is, yeah, yeah really. We, they're they're we, right next door to Anata, same owners, so okay, you've got we'll the same chef. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely no shortage of good food choices down here. Yes, for sure. And more on the way. Yeah, yeah. all yeah. the time. I know we can't. Even we keep can't up. keep up. <laughs> it's crazy. Yes. So now that we're in uh, baseball season, what do you predict for the Rays this season, Ronnie? That is a tough one. Last season, they won 90 games. No one expected them to do that. I had them winning 81 and losing 81. Some folks had them losing 100 games. Oh, geez. Uh, (laughs) They have most of that same team back. They've added some pieces. I think they've gotten better. Uh, Charlie Morton, one of the pitchers they acquired in the offseason, won a World Series with the Houston uh, Mm -hmm. Astros, Mm -hmm. uh, whom the Rays opened up with on opening day. But I think they're going to win – 85 to 90 games and maybe sneak into the playoffs as that last wild card in the American League if their pitching holds up. Mm-hmm. If their pitching holds up. They're good enough defensively, and I think they got just enough hitting to do that. Nice. Well, I'll, I'll take that. I know we're not in, um, in ba- uh, football season yet, but the Bucks do have a new head coach. What are your thoughts on the new head coach? Love Bruce Arians. He and his, or he and his staff have their work cut out for them, though, because the Bucks' defense was historically as, as good as the Lightning have been this season. The Bucks defense was that bad on the other side. <laughs> so they had a great offense, the Bucks did, but without that defense, it, it, you know, you, you're just not going to win enough games. So they can improve the defense. They certainly can win. That offense is back, most of it intact. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm looking for – I'm anticipating. I mean, Bruce Arians is a winner. He's been a winner everywhere that he's been. So 
it's good to have a coach that has that kind of knowledge, and he's got some other guys who have been head coaches on the staff. So I'm looking forward to it. Good. Yeah, and with the Super Bowl coming up in Tampa in 2021, is that right? Yep. You know, that's his goal. That, I was going to say, this is the is thing. to be in that Super Bowl, <laughs> win it, and then he wants to ride off into the sunset. How awesome <laughs> how awesome that would be. That great, would be yeah, because right? yeah, he's not a spring chicken. He's in his 60s, so yeah. that would be his crowning achievement. That my, would be great. my son told me this morning he was in his 80s, and then he backed down <laughs> to his 70s, and I'm like... Really, yeah, honey? No, he's 66, <laughs> I believe. Will that, be 67. That, that, that seems like 80 to a 16-year-old. Yeah, to a 16-year-old, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, Ronnie, thank you. We're going to uh, go ahead and wrap up now with the lightning round. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So, olive oil or butter? Butter. Real butter. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Good answer. Pickles, dill or sweet? Oh, yeah, I like them both. I'm going to go with dill, though. Ketchup or mustard? Yikes, ketchup. Uh, ribeye or filet mignon? Ribeye. Every day of the week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's just so tasty. <laughs> yes. Bacon or sausage? Bacon. Bacon. I know everything's <laughs> better with bacon. Perfect. There are no right or wrong answers oh, on that. Oh, <laughs> see, L- Lola perked up when I said bacon. Is yeah, that I, bacon? I, yeah, I know. Yeah, Lola's in my lap right now. Ronnie, Night Train Lane, thank you very much. All yes, right. thank you so much, Kevin, Lori, thank you guys very kindly. We will be right back. This is Chris Walker, and you're listening to C.P. Foodies Podcast. Keep on moving. One of our favorite places to go eat in St. Pete is Engine Number no. 9. They've been a staple in downtown St. Pete coming up on seven years, and they are famous for their unique and tasty burger creations. As a matter of fact, they are on the St. Pete Foodies list of best burgers in St. Pete. They also made the best hot dogs list, the best chilies, and the best wings in St. Pete. Aside from the food, Engine Number no. 9 is a great sports bar with lots of TVs, beer, and wine. And you can even get a regular old cheeseburger, too, so you can bring your non-adventurous eater friends. Check out Engine Number no. 9 at the corner of MLK and 1st Avenue North in downtown St. Pete. Their burgers can't be beat. Thanks for listening. Thanks to our guest, Ronnie Lane. And thanks to our sponsors, Booyah Ramen, Anata Restaurant and Wine Bar, and their sister restaurant, Altamari Fish Bar, and Engine Number no. 9, where, where you, you can, can get, get the best fried pickle spears in St. Pete. Our announcer is Candice Aviles from Meet the Chef and Channel 10 News, and our intro music is provided by the Chris Walker Band. We'd like to remind you to check out all the latest restaurant reviews, foodies news, top 10 lists, and updated happy hours on stpetersburgfoodies.com. If you're listening to us on iTunes or any other podcast app, please give us a rating and also remember to share the show with your foodie friends. Until Until next next time, time, may your food be hot and your bubbly cold. Hot dogs, hot dogs, yeah!
Get your hot dogs! Hot dogs! Hot dogs! <laughs>